This is Mr. PTO. Welcome back to Echo Meld Radio, the media source for We the People of Main Street. Today's date is March 8th, 2020. The title of today's episode is going to be It Doesn't Matter If You Believe They Do. Now, I'm sure some of you over the weekend and definitely over the course of the last few weeks, if you've talked to your uh, family, colleagues, and church members, you know, there's been debates on has the coronavirus thing been talked about too much or just blown out of proportion by the media? Me personally, I don't mind it, but some have convinced themselves that this coronavirus is just the flu. This just-in-time system that America's grocery stores uh, have have been tested. And safe to say some products have failed the test. Products like hand sanitizer, toilet paper, and bottle of water have been compromised at a lot of America's grocery stores. And just think, a lot of people are still unaware, are still unaware of what's going on. Now, over the next few weeks, if this keeps up, they will then do a lot of crazy buying and everything will get cleaned out. Now, it's safe to say that somebody ain't playing in my area. The CVS had a run on hemorrhoid cream. Trip me out, man. Mind you, I seen this on, I want to say, Thursday when I went to the store just to go um, pick up a few items from CVS and notice that <laughs> there was a run on hemorrhoid cream. Didn't know that would even be possible, but somebody's already started to plan ahead. And I just had to say, you know, like, wow, hemorrhoid cream for, for real? People are really stocking up on hemorrhoid cream? Really? You know, the run on staples may be worse than the virus, in my opinion, here over the next few weeks. Now, regardless of how you feel, if it's fact or fake, the truth is you better get your toilet paper and other goods before you have bragging rights of saying, I'm right and it's not that bad. But you will be saying that with a crusty butt from a lack of toilet paper. So what I'm trying to say, people, is you may be right. Coronavirus may not be that contagious and it may not be that bad. But what does it matter if your neighbor and your family members are taking all the consumer staples, leaving you with nothing? Now, the president says it's a kind of a hoax or a media hype himself. Now, people have started to use the word panic a lot lately I don't think it's being used properly though There, there's a lot of real estate between panic and oblivious people who have no idea what's going on and they're just frolicking around doing their day to day activities for those people who are clearing off the shelves I don't think it's panic buying uh, per se it may be more of a train crossing the bridge and there's a gap that the train will fall into that's how I may look at this Uh, us being Main Street you have you have heard that the train may soon go off the bridge 
But if you're sitting in the back, like we are Main Street, you don't know when the bridge is going to run out. Deciding to make a jump for it, in this case, going ahead and getting your staples, doesn't mean that you will live, but you will have a better chance of survival than the certain death of riding the train all the way at, through and you know that it's going to fall off the bridge and yet you choose to do nothing. Most of us Main Street have health insurance, auto insurance. Most of us even have insurance on our phones. But for some reason, some of you don't believe that you need food and staples insurance. And I get it. You know, I you know, I get it. You you don't hold piles of your health insurance in your in your house. You don't hold jugs of auto insurance in your car. But if you can get at least two weeks to a month's worth of food and staples, that, that might be all right right now. This time is not about being right, but getting what you need to get. For those of you that have made a solid stance of doing nothing, that's fine. Let's see how long you last when you are quenching your thirst with a 20 ounce of I'm right cola. That neighbor of yours will continue to get his or her month's supply of staples. Hopefully, they will show you some mercy when your I'm right cola starts to leave you shriveled up as a raisin. Maybe they will sell you a case of water for $10. Yeah, that's three to four times the price, you know, of a, a case of water. But, you know, you got to pay a premium for your cockiness and or your head in the sand approach. Main Street, if you are one of these people that I just mentioned, that is fine. You are grown, but I will caution you to not to do two things. Number one, don't make fun of your friends and family that have started to buy extra items calling them scary cats or chicken littles. They may not have you in mind when they buy their supplies. Now, if you're lucky and they did buy extras for your ignorance, say thanks and listen to the five-minute speech of look at what the cat drug in. Number two, which is the most important, don't, ex don't expect those you know who have prepped to take care of you because your family or your best buds. People will look after their households first. And if there is too much uncertain uncertainty, they will just say, sorry, you know, I, I, I can't do it even though they may have a basement full of supplies. Nobody has to give you anything because you're a title and a family or a crew. Many people don't possess the mental capacity or emotional capacity of the story about the prodigal son, the one in the Bible, not the TV series on Fox. If you have children, don't bet on people giving you stuff to feed them either. That would be a more successful strategy. But now you're playing roulette with your children's health and 
um, food security. Uh, moral of the story is, you know, nobody on Main Street is 100% ready for a collapse. It's just not possible. And all would be affected by a total system breakdown. But you can attempt to hedge any disruption that you can clearly see at your local grocery stores. If you can't help yourself because of finances, that is understandable. But if you have the means to do so and don't do it, then you will be crushed more than those who couldn't financially afford to help themselves anyways, since struggling is part of their daily routine. Now, folks, I'm kind of I know that was the moral of the story. And usually I kind of end off right there. But there's kind of some breaking news going on right now. And currently I'm looking at uh, CNBC and I see that the oil futures are down like 27 percent. The Dow Jones is even down another thousand percent. Now, like I said, the Dow is just 30 companies. Let's not focus on that too hard. But then you also have the NASDAQ that's down around 2%. Things that you should be concerned with, financially speaking, is the the 10-year treasury yield. I think it's it's actually below a half a percent at this point. And if I saw correctly, I'm hoping I read this wrong, um, the 30-year was at 1%. Meaning, yes, you give the U.S. government $10,000, you will make 1% back in 30 years. That's crazy. So what I'm starting to think, and I'm starting to almost wonder, you know, we're having all of these economic issues now. I don't think COVID-19 or coronavirus is the reason for this. I already think, and if, and if you've been listening to this channel since uh, I think I started it in 2018, then you already know I was already kind of skeptical of the system as it is. Now we might have just found the black swan, aka coronavirus, is, oh, well, here's the reason to why stocks are tumbling a thousand uh, points on the Dow. Oh, here's the reason why there's people buying up all this water and food or whatever else. Oh, here's why the reason why your house values will come tumbling down. Or for those of you in the crypto space, man, don't even look. I just looked um, about an hour ago and I was surprised how bad cryptos have gotten hit. However, precious metals, for those of you that are doing precious metals, you're at least staying pretty stable. You're not really going up a whole lot, but you ain't losing a whole lot like people that are in the stock market or in just cryptocurrencies. Now, I'm not necessarily saying for you to go rush out there and get you some gold or silver, but for those that do, precious metals 100%, I know some people, that's all they do. They don't own any stocks. They don't own any cryptos. They're straight up gold and silver. They're, they're waking up to Monday morning. Well, once Monday morning gets here, their Monday morning will be a little bit easier than for those of us like myself that have um, 
taxable accounts at brokerage accounts or brokerages, um, 401ks, IRAs, pensions. Yeah, folks, y'all ain't gonna like what you see here in a minute. When you hear this, most of you probably won't even hear this until you go to work on Monday morning. You're not going to like what you're going to see when you finally go to hear this sometime tomorrow. Unless the plunge protection team comes through there and really goes to clean up something. For those of you that are baby boomers, I'm really the most concerned for you. Definitely the baby boomers that are still currently working. So those of you that are in your late 50s early 60s and you're not quite old enough just to you know get your retirement out just yet but you're really too old to have this foolishness go on and i won't lie to you 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 might get clipped pretty good because there's just not you don't have another 20 or 30 years like somebody like myself that if the 401k gets cleaned out Eh, well, you know what? I still have 30 years to rebuild. Unfortunately, some of you that I know listen to this episode or listen to this podcast, you only have five years. Some of you, I even know, plan on retiring next year. And um, un- unfortunately, a lot of your retirement is 401k based. IRA based. I can't give you financial advice. I'm I'm not a um, I'm not a licensed representative. But as of right now, for you baby boomers, um, man, you know it, it kind of sucks because it's starting to kind of come off a little 2008ish, just just a little bit, and definitely when I see oil down 27% and a a 10 year note at less than half a percent. This is starting to kind of get, remind me of that, that, um, 2000, I can barely even talk, remind me of 2008. And for those of you that again are older, definitely if you're, I'd say for sure, if you're over 50, um, you might really want to consider doing something slightly different with your portfolios and maybe diversifying out somewhat. Now, this is just my opinion. I'm not giving you financial advice. But if I was at your age right now, I would consider maybe changing some of my portfolio into precious metals and maybe even start looking at alternative investments like um, even music royalties or water rights, air rights, land. I mean, things like that. Now, credit land is a little bit overpriced itself. But you, you've you got to start looking for some kind of protection. There's too much going on in these markets. And then you got a coronavirus out here, which I just think is going to be the excuse for the market to collapse, which it needed to do anyways, because this stuff was already overbought. It's overpriced. Here's the, here's the reason for it. So again, folks, try and protect yourselves financially as much as possible. 
those of you that are in your 20s and 30s and maybe even 40s that's listening to this podcast, yeah, you're not out the woods either. Yes, you do have time in the event that, you know, your 401k drops 50%. I remember in 2008, mine dropped pretty close to 80%. Now, credit, they had me in a bunch of trash. And I don't necessarily know how your 401ks are allocated. But if you were to take a 80% drop in your 401k, are you cool with that? Can you say, eh, well, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 25, I'm, I'm 28, I'm, I'm 35, whatever. Or are you cool with losing potentially that much? I'm not saying that it'll happen, but all of the chips are falling into the right places though, where it could. We also have to remember that the LIBOR rates which is where the international um, uh, banks, where they set the, the currency rates, meaning I think that's supposed to end in December of 2021, meaning that the debt that you owe could be restructured into a new currency or a whole new uh, monetary policy. For an example, for $100,000 in U.S. debt, let's say that you owe $100K on your house. Come 2021, they may say, okay, we're changing to this whole new financial system. And yes, you owe $100K in U.S. dollars. We're going to give you, I don't know, eight, nine months to go ahead and pay that off if it's a fixed rate interest rate. If you don't have it fixed, if you don't have it paid off by then, then it may cost you 500000 in this new currency because now the U.S. dollar has devalued so much that it would take maybe five times the amount of dollars to go ahead and pay off their debt in this new currency, basically turning the U.S. dollar into funny money or trash or even toilet paper. Or you may can use it for a good fire to for your fireplace. Now I'm not saying that that's what it is, but now as far as those rates are concerned, that's that's happening regardless of what the economy is doing. They're gonna reset the rates come end of uh, 2021, anyways. So see how all of these things are lining up. A sickness, and now markets are collapsing because of a quote-unquote sickness, which something had to be done about the markets come 2021 anyways. Mm, Convenient. But all right, folks, I've talked way too long. This is a lot longer episode than what I've done. I try and keep it under 15 minutes because I know most of you don't have a lot of time to listen to a long podcast or you have the attention span of a squirrel. And that's fine. So I try and be sensitive to that. But I had to kind of ramble on a little bit longer today because there are some things that are breaking right now as I'm doing this podcast. But y'all have a good night. Take care of yourselves. Again, don't stick your head in the sand. Do something. You know, I could be wrong on what I'm saying. And what's the worst that can happen? You may have a little bit more food. You might have a adjusted your portfolios a certain way. I could have been wrong, yes. But you're eating. You're not walking around with a crusty butt. 
Yeah, you may not make necessarily the profits, quote unquote, if you decide to tweak your portfolio. But if you do nothing, absolutely nothing at all, you don't try and get your 30 days of supplies. If you don't try and tweak your um, retirement plans, definitely for you baby boomers. I'm just saying you might you might get hung out to dry. That's all I'm going to say. Doing nothing sometimes is not always the best of idea. Have a good night. I'll definitely try and get with you a couple more times this week as these markets continue to just thrash around, up, down, up, down, up, down. And I'll keep you posted on whatever else that I may hear. Peace. Thank you.